0: everybody and welcome once again to another episode of the Hey Coach podcast. This is your host Eric Reyes and this is the podcast that takes a look at business concepts taken from coaching and the athletic sidelines. Thanks once again for tuning in and if you can take some time out, please subscribe, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the show, moves me up in the ranks, and it will let you know when the newest episode of the Hey Coach podcast is out. Today, I have the privilege of bringing you an exciting interview that I had with Jesse Cole, the owner of Savannah Bananas. And if you don't know what that is, you're in for a real treat. From a small town of Massachusetts, Jesse was a kid who loved the game of baseball. And he was good, too. Playing in high school and college, he had major league teams looking at it. But then, when injury struck, his game was over. So what do you do? you get into the minor league business. He became the general manager of a minor league team and then decided to buy his own team in Savannah, Georgia. Now Jesse is the founder of Fans First Entertainment and the owner of the Savannah Bananas. The Savannah Bananas currently have sold out every game since their first season and have a waiting list in the thousands for tickets. And he's released his first book, Find Your Yellow Tux how to be successful by standing out. Get ready for an entertaining conversation and you'll learn something about being successful in life and business. Here's my conversation with Savannah Bananas, Jesse Cole. Jesse, thank you for coming on the Hey Coach podcast. It's a real honor and pleasure. Yeah,
1: excited to be with you, my friend.
0: For people who don't know much about you, I just want to give them a little background. You are the founder of Fans First Entertainment. And the owner of Savannah Bananas Baseball Organization, Uh, you've been awarded the Organization of the Year, Entrepreneur of the Year, Business of the Year, and in Inc. 5000, you're one of the fastest growing companies. You have also wrote a book, Find Your Yellow Tuxedo, How to Be Successful by Standing Out, and you're a keynote speaker and the host of your own podcast, Business Done Differently. That's a, that's a lot there. Oh, and you're owner of seven yellow tuxedos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a, and I'm a dad to a son and then two foster daughters as well. So yeah, there's a, we're all balancing a lot of things, but uh, luckily I have energy doing mostly everything I'm doing right now.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now the question is, how did a kid from a small town of Massachusetts get to where you are now? <laughs>
1: Well, oh, it's it's inspiration. It's inspiration. It's drive. It's work. It's persistence. You know, when you go back to uh, uh, my parents were divorced when I was a kid as eight years old, my mother had a drug problem. Um, my father got custody of me. He worked long and hard. He ended up buying a baseball facility indoors so I could work out. And I had the dream of playing for the Red Sox. That was my dream. And so I worked my butt off on playing baseball. Got a Division One scholarship. Uh, we started getting letters from the Mets and the Padres and the Braves and uh, the Pirates. And then I tore my shoulder, three tears, and that was uh, the best thing that ever happened to me because I was never going to be the best baseball player, but I was able to find Uh, working in the front office to make baseball fun. And that was my calling. So literally took a job at 23 as a general manager of a baseball team. No one gets offered that opportunity. I did because it was the worst team in the entire country. Uh, Took that job, $268 (laughs) in the bank account, 200 fans coming to the ballpark team, losing six figures. And slowly but surely, 10 years of experiments and trying, we, we got that team to be fourth in the country in attendance and a million dollar franchise and uh, drawing thousands of fans. And that's where it started in Gastonia. And I went to Savannah where we failed again and uh, failed miserably. And then we found some success. And so that's the long journey and uh, a lot of work, a lot of effort and a lot of learning.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And, and you know, what? It, it seemed like you never gave up. You, you, you just kept moving forward.
1: Well, there's no option, you know. I, I think it's funny, like, how come you know, and we can get to this in Savannah where we only sold two tickets and my wife and I had a our house and empty out our savings account. And we were sleeping on an airbed and you know, going grocery shopping on just $30 a week at Walmart, which is not even eating real food. And like, how didn't you give up? Well, I don't understand that question because there were no other options. You know, there's no other options. You you either move on and you focus on what you need to do, or or you just you don't. And the the don't is not an option for us. So we just kept going, kept going, kept showing up and Unfortunately, uh, we've been able to have some success.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I mean, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat where I gave up my job in Wall Street and then my wife got breast cancer. And then after the, her last treatment, they fired her. Mm. And, you know, yeah, there was there was like a couple of days where you wallow, but then you got to say, OK, well, nobody's going to help us. We, we got to do something.
1: Well, you can even take, you can take the victim mindset or the hero mindset. And uh, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people take, well, what was me? What happened? And I can, I mean, my dad battled two forms of cancer and he was in a really bad spot. So I have unbelievable empathy for you and your wife and what you went through. But you know what, what the nurses at the hospital for my dad, when he went through treatments for over a year, they said he was the most positive patient he's they've ever had and every day when I asked my dad how he was doing he said great Jesse I'm great I'm great can't wait to next season can't wait to next season and he always was looking forward and positive so really how you view things is how you do things how you view things is how you do things and a lot of people view oh woe is me what happened when 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 COVID started you know it was a tough time for everybody and you know it still is to an extent but I looked at it as what opportunity does this give us now And we looked at this with our team and said, "What can we do now that we never could have done before? How can we create even bigger fans by doing things for them they would never expect?" And I told our team, "I go when 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 we come out of this, we're going to be in better shape, stronger, and make a bigger impact than we've ever made before." And because that's that's what I believed. And if you believe that, it comes true. And so that that was the uh, action steps for us.
0: Awesome, awesome. Matter of fact, that was one of my questions because I was going to say how much of all the prior success and prior thought process that you've been through throughout your whole journey with the Savannah Bananas, how much of that helped you during that COVID situation?
1: Yeah, it was just another, another little setback. It was another challenge. It was another adversity. And again, uh, you know, my dad as a kid, when I was five years old, it came up to the bat the first time my dad goes, Jess, swing hard in case you hit it. And I was like, (laughs) good advice. That's good advice. And that's been my mindset with everything to swing hard, to come up to bat and swing hard. And so few people are, are even coming up to bat. You know, they sit on the sidelines and they wait and they wait and they watch. I want to get in the game. I want to play offense. I want to go swinging. And if I'm going to go down, I want to swing hard, at least give it a chance. I mean, that's why in our brand new game that we invented with the rules behind me, banana ball, uh, literally there's no bunting. And that's inspired by my dad. Come up to the bat and swing the bat. Don't bunt. And so I, I think in life, so many people come up looking for a walk or looking to bunt. Come up looking for looking to swing, looking to drive a ball out of the ballpark. And when you do that, you might just it might just happen.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I know you were inspired. Your wife was inspired when to get that Savannah Bananas organization off. But how did you get the rest of the people to buy into your idea?
1: <laughs>
0: you know, it was the name of the company. The name of our company is Fans
1: First Entertainment. It used to be. It used to be uh, Team Cohen Associates, which is almost <laughs> like a terrible law firm or accounting <laughs> firm. And, and that doesn't inspire anybody. What inspires people is who you who do you serve? What do, Why are you doing it? Fans first. We're doing it for the fans. We're doing it to bring people together and create fans. And so when we're very clear on, we don't have meetings on how do we bring in more sales and how do we bring in more revenue? We have meetings on how do we create more fans? How do we entertain our fans more? And that's inspiring. That gives purpose to, to, to being a part of something bigger than yourself. No one really gets excited. Oh, we made another million dollars more this year. Like, Who cares? It doesn't, you don't even, I mean, you get taxes involved. All the employees, we're all paid. Similar. I mean, it's it's no big deal. But it's a, when you get a message from a fan that, uh, you know, drove 40 hours with his family to come to your game and driving 40 hours back to Utah afterwards and said it was everything they could hope for. That gives us purpose for what we do in the long hours and the time. So that was it. We just continue to share these fans' first stories. I think every company may have core beliefs, core values, even individuals. These are some these are some things I believe. But do you have stories that back those up? That's the difference. We live by stories because stories are more powerful than any one word or any one phrase.
0: Awesome. That is awesome. Now, you you touched on that. How much of your whole organization is, is really about baseball? (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> baseball is just our platform, so uh, you know we pride ourselves, and it's solid baseball. But again, I think you know most people, most companies, you know they try to be a little bit better, a little bit faster, a little bit more convenient, a little bit er 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 er. How can you be the only, and what makes you different? And that's the one question we've been asking since day one. We were never going to be the best baseball team. We're not the you know the Braves. We're not the Red Sox. We're not the Yankees. We're not even close. But can we be the most fun baseball team? Can we put on the greatest show in baseball? And it's crazy that ESPN actually did a whole feature on us this summer and said it's the greatest show in baseball. Yes, and and I think because we're specific on what makes us different. And so I think anybody—that's a great question to start and say, "What makes you different?" And is it clearly? Can you actually state it clearly? And you can't use "er" at the end. Faster, cheaper, better. You have to use something that you are the only at, and that's what we've been kind of chasing.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So now, how did that whole idea of changing the rule of baseball come about and the process?
1: Well, in my new book, uh, Fans First, I talk about the five E's to create raving fans. And the first E uh, to create these raving fans, and I believe it's the starting point of all innovation, is to eliminate friction for your customers. It's the starting point. And, you know, you want to know the best business model in the world? Stop doing what your customers hate. And the reality, (laughs) the reality is... At uh, baseball games, you know, for seven straight years, major league baseball games have gotten longer. The average game last year was three hours and 12 minutes. The average viewer of a baseball game is over 60 years old. Viewership's down, attendance is down. What's that saying about the game? It's saying that the interest is not there, the game is becoming irrelevant. So, we could either, you know, say, Hey, we're okay, you know, we're, we're still drawing fans, we're making money, and just kind of stick to the status quo, or we could say, what would disrupt ourselves? And, and I believe it more than anything. We're in a TikTok world and baseball games are getting longer and slower. There's a reason why we have almost a million followers on TikTok, almost 300,000 more than any major league baseball team. It's because we focus on the fun, the entertainment. So we started looking at what our customers were doing, our fans, even with every game sold out in Savannah. You know, we come a long way from just selling two tickets and sleeping on an airbed. With every game sold out in Savannah, the wait list over 12,000, fans were still leaving early, uh, upwards to 30, 40, 50% some nights. Wow.
0: wow. If, I asked
1: a sur- if I did a survey to all the fans saying, should baseball games be shorter? Uh, you may get some response, not a huge response. But what we did is we started taking pictures and videotape of our grandstands during the games at 536, 637, 738, 839. And we noticed at 845 fans start leaving, 9 o'clock a good amount leave, by 930 a big percentage is left. So by watching this, we said, well, that's a friction point. They're not telling us, but they're showing us with their feet. And so we started experimenting back in 2018. What if we made a game two two hours long? What if we made it nonstop entertainment, nonstop speed, where batters can't step out and batters can steal first and if fans catch a foul ball, it's an out. So we started (laughs) testing it. Yeah, it's a real rule. We test in front of our fans. Then we test it in front of a bigger crowd. Then we tested it on our One City World Tour, which was another test, a One City World Tour. (laughs) And 95% of our fans stayed till the end of the game. So now that's the future of what we're going to do. It's called Banana Bowl.
0: That's awesome. That is awesome. I definitely have to go see one of those games.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun.
0: That's great. So, do you feel that what you're doing is something that an individual, or as you said, with with businesses, can do? An individual could do in their everyday lives.
1: In regards to what?
0: In regards to that, the whole mindset of looking at things in a different way instead of just well, going through the, the 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 motions.
1: Let's 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 do this. Let's start from a mindset of. A fan what are you a fan of name anything business a brand uh anything what are you a fan of team oh, football football yeah. all right now be more specific
0: okay funny but I am a Cincinnati Bengals fan
1: <laughs> all right you didn't just jump on the bandwagon no
0: 31 years of suffering
1: <laughs> 31 years of watching the games all right so right now how many times today will you think about the Bengals
0: a couple just because they're in the in the Super Bowl so
1: what, 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 do you read stories on them? Do you go on ESPN? Do you see what's going on? Do you yes. follow them on the social media? Definitely All do. Right? And when people bring up the bangles to you right now, especially, what, what's your reaction?
0: Oh, it's pride. It's like, you know, we're going to win the whole thing. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, you light up, right?
0: Yes, definitely.
1: What if we as, you know, our entire community, wherever we are, we light up that same way about certain things? And my point is, I think today, more than ever, we need to be fans. We need to create fans. We need to be a fan of, of ourselves first. We need to be a fan of what we are doing. And if you're a fan of what you're doing and you light up the same way that you light up with the Bengals in the Super Bowl, you are going to perform and do things at a whole different level. And so I am obsessed. I think about fans every day. I think about how I'm creating fans. Before this podcast recording, I called 20 fans that bought tickets to our world tour and thanked them. And I sent them videos. If they didn't answer, I sent them a video just my phone. Hey, is Jesse. Cole, the owners of Anime I was thanking them. Does that make sense in a micro of the use of my time? That is crazy. I'm going from interview, interview, <laughs> and then I'm calling. I've called over 300 fans over the last four days, but that's creating fans, and that's one little step. And maybe in 10 years, someone say Jesse actually sent me a video, thanking me for buying a $20 ticket. That is a mindset that creates fans, and I believe if more people are fans, they live life excited, on fire. They're they're looking forward to things, and there's passion that we need in this world right now. So I am always thinking about being a fan of what I'm doing and creating fans every day, and looking for fans every day.
0: Awesome, awesome. So as we said before, that baseball aspect, like you said, is just your platform and your tool.
1: Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. That that's just. You know, that's that's we get to do everything around that. That's where it happens, but we build out around that. I mean, we have 150 promotions we do during a game. So, I mean, think about the halftime or think about the Super Bowl. You know, most people are not watching the Super Bowl to watch the Bengals play. All right. They are watching the halftime show, they are watching the commercials, they are watching all the hoopla. That's what we create. And then we just happen to play baseball.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So now let's go take a step back. When COVID hit, did you guys shut down? The, I would assume that the season was was shut down. No, we were, we were able to play in front of a small crowd. Awesome. 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 How hard was that transition?
1: It's all perspective. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think if I'm a nurse or a doctor, it's a lot harder. So it's all your perspective of what happened during COVID. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, most people would say, yeah, the live entertainment business, man, that hurt. Yeah, but it also we developed a new digital strategy. We developed new ideas to entertain fans on Facebook Lives and with contests and new new way, ways to do things. Was it weird being at a, you know, a third of the um capacity at a ballpark and everyone wearing masks and like not being really together? 100%. But we showed up. And that last game of that 2020 season, uh, season ticket holder, a large gentleman, you know, 6'4" big guy comes up to me and gives me a hug and he goes, "Thank you." And I go, Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. He goes, no, thank you. And I go, why? Why?" He goes, you guys saved my life. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I was in a really dark place before the season, a really dark place. And then I found out you guys were playing and I came out that first night and I was able to be myself again and have fun. And every single night I had something to look forward to and come to your games. You guys saved my life. So you put that in perspective. Um, it, it wasn't that tough.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. And then how can you just give up after that, too? It's like, you know, what?
1: You, you, 100%, 100%. Exactly.
0: you made you made you made one person that you know of. How many other people are out there thinking the same thing?
1: Yeah, 100 percent. 100 percent.
0: Awesome. So now who has been your inspiration or what has been your inspiration to, to keep going and, and using this, getting this excited every day?
1: Well, it starts with my dad. You know, my dad showing up every day and battling cancer and every day saying he's great and swing hard in case you hit it. My dad was my first uh, hero. And then uh, Walt Disney and P.T. Barnum. And, you know, almost every day I'm reading books about Walt Disney and P.T. Barnum. I've got pictures and quotes and everything around my office here. And, You know, I think the the vision to do something bigger than yourself and make a larger impact on the world and bring happiness and fun and excitement that fires me up. So I, I, I constantly am looking at that stuff. And I really believe that your input affects your output. And so if you wake up every morning, you start reading news or going on social media, that's going to affect what you put out in the world. But if you read things that inspire you, that motivate you, that fire you up, that's what you're going to put in the world. And that's what I share mostly in the world because I've had great people inspiring me to do that.
0: Awesome. Awesome. It's funny because you know, I love my dad. He's 94 years old. He still gets up, does everything on his own. He's up and down. I mean, I, I wish I had have the energy at like 60 <laughs> with his 94. But uh the one thing about him is he wakes up in the morning and he listens to the news until the end of the day, and all he tells me is all about the bad stuff out there, and he goes. Oh, do you know there was somebody in your area that got killed and I'm like, "Pop, I, I don't I don't watch the news." Yeah. I watch sports. <laughs> yeah. I I still watch cartoons. You know, I things that make me happy. I, I put the news. I tell my dad, "Look, I, I you can get so in a bad place if you just keep on watching that kind of stuff."
1: 100%,
0: 100%. And I just try to bring the positive people and like people like you. I've, I've watched your ESPN. I watched your your rules that the, you had a video of all the rules, the new rules yep. coming yep. on. And, you know, you need more positivity, especially now in the world. The more positive you can, the better it is for everyone.
1: 100 percent.
0: Awesome. So now what's going on now with you and the Savannah Bananas? I know there's uh, some world tour. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: 100%. Well, yeah. I mean, we've been fortunate because of our capacity in Savannah with a waitlist over 12,000. Every game sold out, we had to expand. So we wanted to bring this to more people. So we did a small bet, tested in Mobile, Alabama, sold 7,000 tickets in 24 hours. And now we're going to Daytona, West Palm, Montgomery, Columbus, uh, Birmingham, and Kansas City. And almost every uh, place has been selling out in, in a day. So it's been unbelievable. And the uh, it's just the start. You know, We're going to travel all over the world and bring this banana ball and fun too. And then uh, you know, I have goals to sell out Fenway Park, that place that I wanted to p- pitch at when I was younger. And I was bat boy when I was five years old for a special game. And I got to pitch there when I was uh, in an all-star game when I was in college. And now it'd be pretty crazy 20 years later to uh, sell out Fenway Park with the bananas. So I believe I- we're going to do it uh, one step at a time.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And how about with uh, Fan First Entertainment? Any- anything going on with you?
1: Well, we have the new so, book, Fans First, coming out May 17th and Change the Game, Break the Rules, Create an Unforgettable Experience. The response has been unbelievable for that. So we're excited to launch that book and you know, just keep sharing the lessons, keep sharing what we're learning. I, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn posting almost daily and just about different things that I'm learning across, uh, along the journey, which has been very exciting to share.
0: Just giving you a lot of props because as you said before, I reached out to you and right away you answered me and you were like, sure, let's get on. And not many owners of teams or people like that want to put themselves out there so much. And you, right away, you're sure. Let's go. Let's let's get it done. You know that's mm-hmm. that's a testament of your success. Is that you're big or small, you're you're available.
1: Well, thank you. And I think it's a very clear direction that I've. You know, every day if I can come up with ideas, that's how I start my day. And if I can have an opportunity to share what we do and maybe create one fan a day. That's a win. And so you've given me an opportunity. So I'm very grateful for that.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So now, how can people find out more about what you're doing, fan first entertainment and Savannah Bananas uh, and the world tour? How can they find <laughs> well, out more about you?
1: Yeah, Savannah Bananas, we're easy. Our website, you can check us out. Or for me, search Yellow Talks. You'll find me. Uh, and uh, like I said, I spend most of my time on LinkedIn and we spend a lot of our time on Instagram and, and TikTok and, and posting videos and sharing kind of the journey. So we're easy to find.
0: Awesome. Awesome. My last question, fourth and goal. There's a minute left on the clock. There's no timeouts and the game's on the line. Give us something to leave with. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, How about this? So, so we have a fans first playbook here that we actually you know teach about who we are, what we stand for. On the back is a quote, be patient in what you want for yourself, but be impatient in how much you give to others. If you can do that, everything else takes care of itself.
0: Awesome. That is awesome. And I love that you have that on the back of the playbook. Awesome. Jesse, once again, thank you for coming on the Hey Coach podcast. You know, you're an inspiration to a lot of people and I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. It was a joy. Appreciate you, man.
0: Take care. What a great story. I want to thank Jesse again for coming on the Hey Coach podcast. There was so much to learn about business and mindset. A couple of my takeaways, and there were so many. First one was, You can take a hero mindset or a victim mindset. Awesome. Second thing that I got was how you view things is how you do things. Got to have that positive outlook. And the third thing was your input affects your output. We got to start filling ourselves with all the positive things. I'm going to put all of Jesse's information on our show notes. Please reach out to him. And please follow him on Instagram. Go to his website, the savannahbananas.com And if you can, go catch a game. And if you want to reach out to me, please email me at eric at heycoachrays.com. Again, I love to hear from you. Love to hear your comments. And until next week, be a fan of yourself. Take care.